0: Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here. Thanks for staying with us into the guest segment of our show. As you know, this is the Common Sense Show, and we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And we have a special guest. This is our very special guest. And we're going to be talking about some highly volatile subjects. And sorry to the censors that don't like this, but this is reality, okay? And I'll tell you what, you get a lot more truth here from our guests like Mike Adams than you will from any of the networks. before we go to mike i need to remind you we've got a couple people that keep the lights on and we always choose sponsors with products that we feel you're going to need and right now food shortage is underway folks Uh, we've experienced it in our family my sister has experienced it my wife's experienced it we've seen food inflation it's crazy what's going on and the 19 meat packing plants are still closed they should be reopened but uh can't use food as a weapon if there's not a shortage and we're eating yesterday's harvest so what do you do you buy storable food and you buy lots of it Go to preparewithdave.com for 25-year shelf life, restaurant quality. That's preparewithdave.com. And if you have food, you better have water, and you better have a way to filtrate it. So we do have that, too, waterwithdave.com. And look at the research when you go to that site. It shows you why this is better than the competitor, and they're having a sale right now for 40% off. Show me where else in the country you're having a sale. Uh, Nowhere. Prices are jacked unbelievably high. But not these guys. 40% off waterwithdave.com for the best in water filtration so you got the food you got the water and now we have mike adams mike thanks for joining us and my goodness i i never thought in uh my whole career that we would be going through what we're going through now and i i didn't see this coming this soon i guess that's what i should say
1: well, thank you for having me on, Dave. You're doing just amazing analysis work, and so are you. by the way. So are you. Well, and you, you, you've been spot on about this, but you're right. I mean, the, the timing has even taken us by surprise, even though we, we we knew a lot of this was going to happen. But with Trump now announcing that thousands of, quote, heavily armed soldiers will be deployed to the cities if the uh, governors fail to act, he's he's laying down the gauntlet. This is a very positive move, in my opinion, by the President, because the Democrat governors are trying to uh, tell the police to back off, they're trying to cause maximum property damage, economic chaos, and uh, civil unrest and and uprisings. You know, the Democrat governors have decided, long ago actually, that they are willing to destroy America uh, to prevent Trump from having power in it. And they're, they're making good on that promise, for sure. And. And Trump has now, I think, declared war against the enemies of America. So he's going to need our help, by the way. Maybe maybe we can talk about that on this show.
0: Yeah, I think we should talk about that. And I do agree it's a positive move for Trump to be doing what he's doing and getting the people out, armed, heavily armed. I mean, I never thought we'd see people attacking the White House, not domestically, uh, not this early in the game. I thought when they brought into play the terrorists that are embedded here, I thought yeah then I'm shocked at the brazenness but here's what irritates me Mike we have Democratic politicians that refuse to let the police and the National Guard do their job and get these people off the streets but meanwhile I got to pay for this tyranny by having myself locked down at eight o'clock every night it's ridiculous
1: well exactly and rest assured that your rights are restricted but the the rights of the looters are expanded to the point where they have legal immunity now against everything so uh, they can destroy property at will they can attack police without repercussions they can burn down police stations they can invade the treasury department building you know they they can do anything now they have absolute legal immunity for some reason they are the special protected class the tech giants give them expanded free speech while your speech and my speech are both oppressed by the same tech platforms who are of course working for communist china and antifa so The president said he was going to declare Antifa to be a domestic terrorism organization. Uh, That needs to be done now, and the rules of engagement need to be upgraded so that law enforcement, both federal and local police and sheriffs, can begin to stand their ground. There needs to be a stand your ground rule where if you are attacked by uh, an imminent violent mob that you can defend yourself and the bullets will fly when that happens but guess what Dave none of this is stopping until America decides to defend itself this will not stop until that happens
0: I don't know that it'll ever stop but I do agree we could uh, at least carve out some security um, I, I talked to someone in DHS last night and he said they're discussing stand your ground and they're not listening to the Democrats um, they said uh, we're we're gonna come in and we're not taking orders from them And the other thing that I've been told um, is, is that, um, well, I talked well just, I'll put it this way. I talked with Sheriff Richard Mack today, and most people should know who he is. And I was with the sheriff for a couple hours today. And he said, you know, Dave, arson is a lethal event. You can fire on someone committing arson. And he was talking about all the rules of engagement that are legal. And I'm thinking, well, we're not doing anything close to that. We're standing by and watching crimes being committed. And it's by Democratic orders. Uh, The police chiefs are afraid of losing their jobs, so they order their people to stand down. This is why I think what you're saying is right on the money. Trump needs to bring someone in who's not answering to the Democratic mayors and governors, and they're going to enforce justice the way it should be enforced. Well, that's
1: that's exactly what needs to happen. But imagine you know the, the the media is excusing all of this activity by the looters and rioters and and many of these radical antifa left wing you know lunatics are saying they want to move into white neighborhoods and kill white people now then the media says that's great you you are to be celebrated this is part of the process of progress you have the right to speak now can you imagine if the tables were turned if a group of white supremacists were to say on Twitter, for example, that they're going to move into the black neighborhoods and start killing people for being black. Can you imagine the outrage, the censorship, the immediate law enforcement action? Those people would be arrested in minutes, probably. But somehow when Antifa says this, then they get a free pass. I'm sorry, that's not law and order. That's not a civil society. That's that's. uh, a violent revolution attempt, and it's got to be stopped. with
0: well, the Lakeland, Florida chief, and his name jumps out of my head right now, he said something good today. He told the looters, you come into my county, I've already told my citizens, shoot to kill.
1: There you go. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what needs to happen, and, and frankly, I, I hope at some point... Trump will appeal to all the concealed carry holders, all the military veterans, the law enforcement veterans across the country, to say, "Guess what? We're all going to stand our ground together. We're going to defend this nation together. We're going to help defend law enforcement and uh, stop the violent looters." And you know, you know, um, you know what stops people really well <laughs> is uh, expanding hollow points and <laughs> uh, you know shot placement. as as we're all taught, those of us who are well-trained in in firearms use, shot placement. Um, You don't ever shoot people to kill them, you shoot them to stop them. It just happens to be that stopping them and killing them often coincide. But every law enforcement officer is trained to uh, shoot to stop someone, to stop violence. And that, that principle needs to be deployed right now, not to shoot to kill, not shooting out of vengeance, but shooting to protect property, protect lives, protect our nation and protect the rule of law and that's going going to require some lead
0: well i'm afraid lead's going to be with us for a very long time the um the shoot to kill that reminds me of what i heard from biden today he was suggesting the way to stop looting is to shoot people in the lakes hmm <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I saw thought, that. I thought that'd be your reaction. I, that. I, I knew that yeah. was a predictable reaction. I didn't mean to catch you off guard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. I, I was well, doing a podcast on this today, and I, I I had the same reaction you did. I couldn't hold it together.
1: Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't even know if you want to tear into that. But, of course, shooting legs is harder than it sounds because they're always moving. You know, for one thing, it's a moving relatively small target. That's why you, in gun training classes, you teach center mass or, for more tactical um, shooters, you teach some anatomy, and you teach them, you know, shoot the pelvis, um, shoot for the spine, because you're trying to disable the target as quickly as possible. But you never say shoot the leg. You know why? Because they can keep going.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why. It's like, well, shoot them in the forearm. You know, that, that's not gonna stop anybody either, especially if you're using full metal jacket rounds. So you, you just punch little tiny holes through their calf or something, you know. If you're shooting to stop somebody, you need to have a better plan than than Joe Biden's plan.
0: Well, that leads me to a, a little detour here, a very brief detour. Joe Biden is showing every day why he can't be a presidential candidate, and I'm kind of thinking now that Hillary is going to ride in on her white horse in the midst of all the chaos as the savior. Yeah, a uh, very, very good
1: chance that we end up with Hillary. Uh, perhaps a smaller chance that we end up with uh, Michelle Obama. Uh, that's a possibility we can't set aside. Uh, but I think there's, there's almost a zero chance that we end up with Joe Biden in the running. The, they are definitely going to... Uh, they, he's a surrogate. You know, He's just a placeholder.
0: I know, but, but Michelle Obama, she has as much right to be president as Bernie the bellhop.
1: Well, I know. I know. Um, no qualifications, of course, but think about the these race riots it's kind of setting up the case for a you know an African- American candidate uh, to come in and, and be the sympathy vote you know after the media whips up hatred against white people again uh, It's basically the Obama playbook now during the Trump administration being carried out by the media and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Michelle's in the running but you know Hillary is the real crime boss she's the political mafia, leader she knows where the bodies are buried because she helped bury half of them you know she she she's got the the previously encrypted you know spying data on the republicans and so on if she wants in she'll find a way to get in now i got a question for you dave though do you think she has a chance to win it if she's in it yes yeah
0: yes um The analysis on this is tricky. I mean, first of all, I got to jump two steps ahead of your question to set the tone. Um, We've had phase one of the takedown of America, which is the economic destruction using COVID as the excuse. And it's weakened the military and weakened the industries and it's uh, bankrupted uh, millions of Americans. So that's phase one and as phase one is being lifted and people are getting semi back to normal, here comes phase two. What a coincidence that happens in the same week. Right And, and oppor- a crime of opportunity, a murder a murdering policeman against a, uh, a handcuffed suspect. Absolutely no justification. It was wrong. But it's interesting how the playbook in every city is the same. And we know that police chiefs are saying they're arresting people not from their areas. So this is George Soros very clearly bringing people in. So those are your first two phases of destabilization. And the first phase, I think, was designed to take away Trump's big calling card to win. The economy. If, yeah. if there hadn't been this, Trump sails to victory because no one can touch him economically. Right. Now all those gains are forfeited and then some. And so that that's why where I think Trump is vulnerable. And Trump has an arrested deep state and it's recircling. I'm telling you, I'm my my people that come to my radio show, come to my YouTube, my website, they're pretty universal in what they're saying, Mike. They're, they're saying, uh, is he deep state? Because he won't touch the deep state. And he needs to have some prosecutions Or he's not going to win uh, He needs prosecutions And he needs to begin to turn the economy back He doesn't need to make a full recovery But he needs to push it back in that direction
1: Well, until the last couple of weeks I was becoming increasingly critical Of Trump's inaction
0: Yeah,
1: he's yeah. D- But he's done a couple of things That are really bombshell I mean, number one, he signed the executive order Throwing down the gauntlet against the tech giants And their censorship Now, you know, we can argue and debate about whether that EO is going to be really effective but at least he's he's sending out a warning shot to tell them that we're not going to tolerate this politically targeted censorship and that the tech companies can't hide behind the section 230 protections for much longer and that's critical he 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 should have done that a couple of years ago in my opinion so he was very late but at least he did it now secondly his announcement that he's going to declare Antifa to be a a terrorist organization. If he makes good on this, then we know for sure that Trump is committed to winning this war and defeating the enemies of America. Do you realize that the ramifications of declaring that are so huge? Because how many Democrats running for office gave money to an Antifa group? Well, if if Antifa is declared terrorist group, then that means these Democrats have given money to terrorists. And, and how many left-wing media organizations have celebrated Antifa? And how many uh, left-wing college professors in California universities are active Antifa recruiters, you know, using their positions to recruit students into Antifa? And and by the way, it also brings up the question, if, if you're a concealed carry holder and some Antifa lunatic is threatening you and you shoot them dead, uh, isn't your legal defense that I've only shot a terrorist, you know, so it it changes the rules of engagement. It changes the public debate. It's a very powerful move. So if Trump does that, it's going to it's going to change the game here in our favor.
0: You're going to see. I agree with what you're saying. Um, The justification for shooting, that's going to be a moving bar, depending on who's doing the judging. According to the left, they they can't have a hair touched on their head. They can do whatever (laughs) they want. Okay, but uh, you know, all of us should be in jail. So it just depends on who's doing the judging, and 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 I'm going to tell you, this is, I'm so frustrated with Trump on this on the 230 thing. Um, I've told you the story, and you know, and I won't go into any detail, but you know, I'm sitting here with some prominent people in Branson, Missouri, talking to an advisor to the president, giving him the lowdown on 230. I know he got briefed, and there's no reason. He didn't act before the midterm election. This was five weeks before the midterms. Yeah. And he did not act. And That's right. We lost the House of Representatives, and they have bogged down his administration. And now here we are again, coming up on the general election, and it's he's like the British cop without a gun. Stop, or I'll say stop again. That's how I see this executive <laughs> order. I want him to kick some ass. I'm tired of the excuses. I want an indictment. Well, I'm, I'm
1: right with you on that. I've called for Trump to declare the tech giants to be enemy combatants in a war oh, against the United States. Yes, yes, right. absolutely. And the way he can do that is once we get into a war with China, which seems imminent, and there's a designation that China is in fact an enemy nation uh, waging war against America and the, and China is behind some of the funding of these current attacks by the way. So that declaration may not be far away. Once that happens, as he laid out in his EO, uh, Google is complicit with China, Facebook's complicit with China, Twitter is defending China, and so on. He can then declare that these tech companies to be engaged in either sedition or treason, depending on the legal framework that works best. And he can actually have the military seize them and shut them down temporarily until uh, they perhaps sign a consent decree to respect the First Amendment, for example. I mean, that's just one example. So I, I think that... Trump is actually laying the groundwork to be able to go after the tech giants in in a very aggressive way. And that's exactly what needs to be done. Uh, at the same time, the American people need to understand that anyone who works for Facebook or works for Google or works for, you know, Twitter, they are in effect complicit in an enemy operation that is seeking to destroy the United States of America and working for the interests of the enemies of America. And that, uh, You know, I'm not saying that anything bad should happen to those employees other than to remind them to tell them you're working for evil. You're you're like a soldier manning the, uh, you know, the gas ovens in the Holocaust or whatever, running the trains to to carry the prisoners to the execution chambers. That's what you are if you're working for these tech companies. And that that needs to be stated nationwide, in my opinion.
0: Oh, that's a lot to digest right there. Um, (laughs) Listen, you're right the key to winning this election is controlling big tech i don't you know there's other factors too uh he needs to show some economic recovery now um but he also needs prosecutions i i think if he lacks those things he's not going to win because here's here's what happens mike you got 70 percent of the country that's dumber than a box of rocks no offense intended, but they're not involved with in what's going on. They watch CNN and think it's real news. <laughs> right. And then you got 20% like us of the country that are awake to various degrees. And then you got 10% psychopaths, Democrats, and just people that want something for nothing. So they're attracted to that mentality. And the Democrats can win over the middle part of the country by controlling the media. That's right. And, and that's the danger here. And if he doesn't get control of big tech, he's losing and it tells me it's a rigged game and it was designed for him to lose. Well, I've
1: called for no elections, Uh, the suspension of elections, yeah, until free speech is restored for a period of one year. You know, the, the argument's very simple. We can't have elections unless people are free to exchange ideas so that they can make informed decisions about who they wish to vote for. So when you don't have free speech, you don't have fair and free elections. The elections are therefore rigged by the tech giants, we need at least one year of the restoration of freedom of speech before we can have any elections that could be considered fair and free. So uh, I'm saying to suspend them for, um, you know, until until June of of 2021. And by the way, I have an economic recovery plan for America. You want to hear it? Sure. We can sell pallets of bricks to George Soros.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I hear he's buying. He might be excreting them. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, I mean, th- those
1: are the bricks that somebody else uh, that came out of well here's where here,
0: here's where he could be uh um, bricks coming out of george the uh, there's 56 indictments going out from my understanding for antifa regional leaders you only need one of them to roll over on him there you go
1: yep and they and they will i mean once once you once you arrest those people and let them know they're no longer untouchable. You bring him in for interrogation in a federal facility and say, hey, you're being charged with terrorism. Would you like to talk? Uh, Guess what?
0: Yeah, yeah. NDAA. <laughs> enemy, <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, exactly. you're, you're an enemy combatant, and we're going to put you in a deep, dark hole until you start talking. Well, that's what yep. I would do. That's that's what's going to happen. Hey, look, yep. this is just Obama's medicine heading back in his direction. That's true. Um, uh, but this is why I said George could be excreting bricks because you only need one to roll over. And at some point, you know, George is smart enough to put himself two degrees, at least a separation from these regional directors. But if you get someone, just for example, not to call her out personally, but Joanne Blades, who is the head of moveon.org. Okay, somewhere in there, there's gonna be a Joanne Blades, someone who's close to Soros, who's connected to these 56. But here's the problem with the strategy, Mike. Uh, It's bar that's enforcing it. And Barr is a huh. deep state. I mean, look at Barr. Huh. We got the unmasking and we know it leads to, to Obama. We know it led to Biden. And he says, we're not going to prosecute them. He didn't even investigate and he's protecting them.
1: Yeah. There, there's a, there's a question of whether the corruption is so deep that America may never come out of it. That, that it's beyond saving. I mean, clearly Trump is the last shot at saving America from just total corruption and, and, Eventually, you know, collapse. But is Trump enough? <laughs> I don't even know. And and by the way, uh, the economic situation, you know, as much as um, we've had all these bailouts and so on, you know, printing ten trillion dollars to bail out mostly the banks and the wealthy corporations. Uh, this is not good for long term. You know, this is going to accelerate the financial collapse or the the currency collapse that will be very damaging you know maybe fatal to the country so uh, i understand you know the need for temporary bailouts but my goodness the money printing is so far off the charts how do we ever reel that back in and i think the answer is we don't
0: um i got a standing ovation at the arizona breakfast club about seven eight years ago when someone asked me a question i said what'd you do about the staggering debt and i said it's easy it's a lot of its pyramid schemes it's illegal i said debt repudiation let let the bastards go broke and i got a standing ovation from a knowledgeable audience this is what needs to happen um we need to not pay any you know by the way mike do you know that when your bank fails um the one problem is the fdic only has 1.2 percent of the cash on hand to cover investments but the biggest problem is this is that in Melbourne, Australia, in 2014, they set the order of progression for payouts when a bank fails, and the credit swap derivatives group, the Ponzi scheme crowd, gets to go first. We'll we'll never see a dime. Mm-hmm. And then that needs to be that needs to be a debt that's repudiated. Well, yeah,
1: absolutely, and and even I think the next level beyond that is that the people of America need to own the currency system of America it can't be some globalist banking cartel known as the federal reserve that we are perpetually indebted to you know but i mean we could spend an hour talking about just that issue but a lot of the problems in america today are because of all the money printing right it's mm-hmm. a it's a looting of the people you know so so the banks loot everybody and then certain you know left wing people loot retailers <laughs> and then in in response to the collapse, the Federal Reserve loots more. But guess who's getting paid off? You know, all the wealthy connected Washington, D.C. elitists and the bankers and the hedge fund managers and the corporate CEOs, they're all getting paid off and bailed out. They're fine. So, you know, there's going to – if you think these riots are bad, wait until the monetary system collapses and the food stamps stop working and and the dollar doesn't function and the ATMs are – you know don't work and you wake up and your bank account is frozen and stays frozen forever then you're going to see then you're going to see real riots not just left wing people you know everybody
0: well you're leading to the inevitable if what i think is going to happen next you've got a um, you've got these embedded terrorists in America okay and these embedded terrorists These embedded terrorists are um, just waiting to pounce. In fact, they talk about this in federal law enforcement circles. They're expecting an Oklahoma City bombing. Uh, They're expecting MS-13 to carry out assassinations. I mean, I had a conversation with a high-ranking Texas Ranger uh, five or six years ago about this. Uh, So, Mike, this is going to escalate. We're not going to be stuck in this place. They're, they're going to turn up the heat. This is just one part of an overall scheme to die, designed to weaken America and destabilize us, and so the country won't vote for Trump.
1: Yeah, and if I'm not even sure elections are going to take place actually right now on schedule because we may be in a war with China. We may be in a collapsed civil war situation. We may be under economic collapse. We may be in a second wave of a, of a new strain that China releases, you know, another virus yeah, I agree with that. that's worse than, than coronavirus, which turns out to be relatively easy to beat with nutrition. But you know they've got something more aggressive um, in the labs. And if you believe they released this one on purpose, why wouldn't they release the next one? You know, it's all part of the, the plan. So I, I don't know where we are in November, but think about just six months ago. Nobody could have imagined where we are right now, not even us. Six months from now, we may not even recognize the world.
0: Well, well, my scenario, and I could be wrong, I mean, but I think, well, Obama signed us on to the Kigali principles for a reason. In other words, if there's strife in a country, the UN on their own say so can bring in 29 nations, a multinational force. And they're making noise at the United States right now. Uh, over the murder of uh, floyd so i look at them to perhaps assert themselves democrats will say come in we need your help look at the oppression look what trump is doing troops in the street murdering american citizens help us help us help us and here comes the u.n right there's your first military standoff and i think we would win that standoff but would we be so weak that the chinese could sweep in with a red dawn invasion
1: well I I agree with your scenario, completely agree. In fact, I think Obama has been planning this for years to lead the call for the UN to come in as peacekeepers, of course, because of the civil rights violation. No, wait, the human rights violations of America, because CNN has camera footage of Um, black people being shot by soldiers, and of course, it's all edited to not show the attacks by the the rioters right so the un is going to say well we have to be peacekeepers and we have to stop the human rights abuses of the united states while they're of course ignoring the actual organ harvesting and and the the prison gulags of china and the political executions in china that that doesn't count but defending a federal building against violent looters you know that's a human rights violation right so the un i believe you're right will dispatch troops try to land them in the United States. Here's where I think they they're not they're not understanding the level of uh, well the tipping point that has been reached in the minds of American patriots, civilians who are armed. the Second Amendment. the uprising from you know from the, the hills of North Carolina and all over the country, the uprising is going to be just historic. To, to kill every invading enemy that has set foot on U.S. soil, they will all be targeted, they will be killed. And, and people will, will sacrifice their lives if necessary to get that done because frankly, a lot of American people are realizing if we don't defeat this, we're going to lose everything. So everything is on the line. There's no risk that is too great to entertain in order to stop this invasion and defend our country that's what this comes down to
0: yeah well i I agree we can't give up and and if it means a fight it means a fight but i also want to project the other side here let's assume that trump prevails he defeats the u.n the chinese hit the chicken switch saying well america's not taken down enough we got to back up and trump begins to subjugate them economically i still know that the problems aren't going to go away the democratic party will just go underground and we'll live in a situation like the Bosnian Civil War.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, yeah, I think the Democrats will, will engage in uh, sabotage and secret killings, executions, uh, you know, political executions, uh, death squads, anything that they can do, plus, of course, more riots. So ultimately, this is why I think Trump declaring Antifa a terrorist group is so important. Ultimately, you gotta face and defeat the enemy of your country, even if that enemy is within. You you have to name the enemies, you have to name the Senator Feinstein's, you have to name the Nancy Pelosi's, the James Comey's and so on, and you have to have them arrested and prosecuted or defeated, and it's a very big list. But you can't coexist with them. This is what I think Trump was slow to realize. You can't coexist with enemies of your nation. You can't coexist with the deep state that wants you dead. You can't reason with the lawless. You simply have to defeat them. And finally, Trump appears to be moving in that direction. The question is, is he too late? I don't know the answer, but I guess we're going to find out this year. huh? Yeah, it's
0: like what you said the last time we spoke uh, on the air. You said, uh, has he reached the point of no return? And and I think we're, we're, we're going to find out. Um, we agree on one thing. Trump needs to do dramatic things to get reelected. I mean dramatic stuff yeah. that will send CNN into a hissy fit.
1: Yeah, like arresting the the communists at CNN, <laughs> for example, <laughs> that would be a good start. Um, I think know, that's you've... too low.
0: You know, well, who yeah, did, I... you know, you know who needs to go down now? I mean, he just had his legal counsel fired, uh, Christopher Ray. Uh yeah. Ray needs to be arrested right now today. McCabe could be arrested right now today. If mm-hmm. Trump did that, I'd go, "Holy crap, Batman!" Let's get involved.
1: Well, right, right, yeah. There's there are. A lot of traders, including, by the way, Jeff Sessions. I'm yes. not saying necessarily he should be arrested, but he he is part of the deep state, and he he betrayed America with uh, what he you know allowed to happen uh, in the DOJ until Barr came in. Now the question is: Is Barr doing the right thing? You know, is, is Durham's investigation actually making progress? Are, are the arrests coming against deep state traders? Um, <laughs> You know what? We've all been lied to for so long that I think a lot of us have lost faith that any system of justice really exists anymore in this country.
0: I, and, I, and, I agree. We need to yeah. see Rudolph Giuliani or Trey Gowdy in that AG's position and just say, go get him.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what needs to happen. Or or Ted Cruz. Make Ted Cruz the attorney general. He'd go after him. You know, know what who, I mean?
0: Do you know who Ted's wife is? No, I don't. Heidi Cruz. CFR yeah. member. She works at Goldman Sachs.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I have heard that <laughs> before.
0: I don't trust Ted any farther. I can throw him. He gets well, on populist causes for five minutes and then moves on to the next populist cause.
1: Yeah, you're, you're probably right. I was just thinking that at least uh, he's spoken out against Section 230 quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he did. He sure. did.
0: But where is he today? Yeah. Why isn't he out there reinforcing what Trump is saying? Uh, and is the other thing with Trump, uh, you know, you're the boy that cried wolf. I don't want to hear your words. I don't want to see your tweets. I want to see an indictment. Yeah, exactly. I'm done listening to Trump. It's a do or die
1: time, right? And think about this too. If the elections actually happen in November, um, no matter who wins or loses, half the country won't accept it under the current conditions. You know, there's, I mean, think about it. If a Democrat wins, it's only by vote rigging, you know, fraud by mail. If Trump wins, the left is going to come up with a reason to say that he stole it maybe with the Russians again. Or Martians or whatever, and half the country is not going to accept it. I, I mean, I don't, I don't think that we are living in a society anymore where the two political sides can coexist and respect elections anymore. I mean, if we did, we wouldn't be under the, all the censorship by the tech giants. They're they're declaring all out war against speech.
0: Well, this, this is what was said um, in the Reconstruction period south and north can't coexist so what did the north do they kicked the crap out of them yeah and I'm, yeah. i you know and i hate to say it but that's how the only reason the south is still in the union today and now integrated into the united states is because the north brought in the carpetbaggers and the scalawags and they took advantage of them and it was terrible government and it was oppressive but the south would have just kept on going their merry way uh, if that hadn't happened yeah. and i mean there needs to be a major purge Oh, yeah. I mean, we're talking... Uh, God, I hate to bring up QAnon because I have no faith in him, but I think it's AI anyway. But I think um, if you arrested 5,000 people with some notables out front, that'd be a good start.
1: Yeah, there there are probably, you know, 50,000 who need to be arrested, right? <laughs> maybe, maybe more, but yeah, something's got to happen or we, we do lose everything. And I tell you, at some point, never forget the second amendment option here because right now you know the american people i feel at least the the conservative second amendment second amendment supporters have been kind of holding their stance for a while to see you know to give justice a chance to give trump a chance and to some degree i think that some of the messaging from controlled information sources has been trying to delay a second amendment reaction against tyranny but the tipping point is getting very close to where there's a Second Amendment, I think, activation, just a spontaneous uprising of uh, militia and uh, citizens, especially when your cities are burning down and your, 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 you know, your retail stores are, are on fire. Um, why not pick up your rifle and defend your, your property? Why not? What do you got to lose? You know, that point is here.
0: Well, here's what no one talks about, and I'm going to do that soon, uh, and I'm sp- speaking in a real formal, detailed way. But generally, what no one's talking about is what happens when the Democrats win. No one's processing this, Mike, and it's, this is what scares me. This is what keeps me up at night, and I can't seem to interest people in the topic. It's five years ago, and I'm talking about Red Dawn invasion again. Oh, you know what, yeah. No one wants to listen. And, and and I'm just going to give you a real quick observation. Uh, let's say Hillary's in charge okay and choose your running mate doesn't matter but she's in charge she wins by this time next year people like you and me will be in jail for for sedition we're subversives against the Republic Um, and they'll use everything we've written and said against us I guarantee they will purge the alternative media that'll be first yes yes Uh, the second thing is is you'll have opposition people like Rand Paul uh, slip-on banana peels, uh, courtesy yep. of MS-13. Uh, they will have a reign of terror. There'll be a Robespierre. Actually, the better analogy is there'll be a Bolshevik revolution. Because, you know, the white Russians, what they did after the Bolsheviks won, they said, hey, come on in, come on in. Uh, we don't want any trouble. Uh, let bygones be bygones. Just bring your gun. We want a gun-free society. And they shot him in the head with their own guns. Yeah. And, and th- this is the kind of thing that Hillary Clinton is going to bring to the table. And no one's talking about the purges. I mean, during the campaign in twenty sixteen, Mike, she said, uh, you guys you deplorables, you all need to go to fun camps. We know what she meant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right.
1: The question is, who's going to carry out her orders and, and what's gonna happen in the ranks of the military if she comes to power and there's a legitimate argument that the, the election was stolen. And Uh, what what if uh, Trump says we refuse to accept the outcome of this rigged election, we're going to take
0: it to the Supreme Court? Ain't going to matter. Hillary, this is the other thing I'm going to be talking about. I totally agree with you. She would get a lot of opposition from within the U.S. government and within the military. But if she's not dealing with the military, if she's dealing with a multinational force, we're under martial law. We have dangerous sedition uh, going on in our country. That's why she can go off the alternative media, and she'll have the U.N. here to do her bidding. hmm Yeah, yeah. If you look at the FEMA documents, um, FM 39.4, and they talk about the FEMA construction camps, uh, they start talking about American officers in the beginning, but they are to train foreign officers. And the reason you would do that is because you're going to execute a hell of a lot of Americans there that American officers might not execute. Uh huh. And, right. and and it was the Obama people that put together together FM thirty nine point four. They're they're telling you what they're going to do. I mean, I don't have a crystal ball, but I know how to read the English language. Well,
1: you know, there there was a, a novel series, two hundred ninety nine days, right, that uh, talked about that exact scenario. And um, in in the books is what needs to happen in reality. It, basically, it becomes a, a civilian Second Amendment uprising to to fight it out county by county town by town to take your country back and you know is an all-out war at that point now as you well know if that happens then that that leaves the door open for you know Hillary to invite in more Chinese troops for example they'll be the UN there you go so the the people will end up fighting on many fronts you know multiple fronts so that's why this this if there is an election it's so crucial even if people don't necessarily like Trump and he can be annoying at times, especially when he's slow to uh, to declare these things, think about the alternative <laughs> you know if the Democrats get into power ever again, they will destroy this country in in one year they will just they will gut it we now know that's their goal I mean Obama had to operate in an environment where he was faking like he wasn't trying to destroy America even though he was but If a Democrat comes to power now, they won't even pretend. It'll just be total destruction, collapse, mass executions, bring in China, surrender to the communists. Right in your face.
0: Have you ever seen The Man in the High Castle? Yeah, yeah. Okay, this is something I've foreseen down the road, too. What would occupation forces look like in America? And to me, it would be like The Man in the High Castle. On the west coast, not the Japanese, you'd have the Chinese. Right. And in the other part of the country, the eastern half, you'd have the Russians. Uh-huh. Um, it's a scenario, it's not my top scenario, but it's one that I could see coming to fruition. But we keep coming back to this, no matter who wins, we're going to be in a Bosnian Civil War situation.
1: We are. Yeah, Even even if Trump wins, the left is going to continue to run their terror cells all across the country and that's why the next few months are just absolutely critical if we don't defeat the left before the election you know substantially I'm talking about Antifa and the uprisings and so on if we don't reestablish law and order is what I'm saying then Trump's chances
0: are very are very poor I talked to um, some special ops And some of them, one of them was very high ranking and uh, best source I have. Well, Others are just kind of like rank and file guys. And I I have a feeling, though, Mike, and no one talks about this either. If we lose this election and the purge starts against conservative Americans, you're going to see these special forces taking out some of these Democrats that have household names. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's it's going to happen. I don't know if you get this from people you talk to or not, but... I'm hearing these kinds of things. I mean, they're saying, you think we're going to lay down and die? Huh? Uh, Paul Martin gets the same thing. He knows a lot of special ops guys, and he's saying the exact same thing. Um, so uh, the bottom line is, is there any way out of this catastrophe where there's going to be endless fighting and millions of deaths?
1: Well, I I, I doubt it. Um, and once you realize the left has, in their own minds, declared total war against America and all patriots and, and all all those who believe the constitution and so on, then the only answer is, you know, if they're willing to, to carry out violence and, and destruction, uh, you know, deliberate destruction, economic destruction as well, um, the only answer is you're going to have to engage them. You, because you, you can't just back off and say, oh, we don't want to, you know, we don't want to look bad facing off against these people. You You have to engage them and defeat them one way or another. Otherwise, you're just going to you're going to end up retreating all the way to Mexico and just letting them take over your whole country. You can't. You can't retreat. You can't give up your home. You're going to have to fight for it. And you know, at some point in this, the average clueless American who's still watching. You know Joy Behar or whatever on daytime TV. You know, they're going to realize that oh my God, the the world involves more than bingo and bridge clubs, and they're going to have to you know get off their butts and actually make something happen. And that's going to be a difficult realization for a lot of people.
0: Well, everyone has their tolerance point, and I I talk about the seventy percent in the middle who are very ignorant to various degrees. But there is a time when you can't put shoes on your kids' feet or food on their table. There is a time that people will start paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I don't know what that critical mass is. I, I would have thought the destruction of the economy and the taking of all these jobs would have done it. I mean, it's interesting to me that we even get white people who are protesting the the, the Floyd murder. But where were worthy when they had their jobs ripped away unconstitutionally? Walmart would oh, stay know. open, but their businesses couldn't.
1: Well, yeah, and I've even said this in a podcast. Where was black America when, you know, 200,000 black men and women were killed last year by the cancer industry? You know, the big pharma kills far more African-Americans than corrupt police. is not even close. But they're protesting all the wrong things, you know. The real enslavement is from big tech and the Federal Reserve and big pharma and the vaccine industry and things like that. But none of that is being protested against. They've got the wrong targets. Hmm. Well,
0: what can people do right now?
1: Well, number one, uh, definitely move to all alternative platforms. Move away from the big tech ecosystems. Move over to, you know, parlorcom and Gab and Brightion. Brightion, yep. Right, that's that's my video uh, platform, mm-hmm. um, and um, we're launching a, a search engine for for health truth information pretty soon. That's Webseed.com, and uh, you know uh, there's AllSocial.com and others that are coming up. If you're gonna get any truth, you got to move to the alternative platforms, and you have to share content there and bring your friends there. And then secondly, uh, get get stockpiled. You know, food and ammunition and medicine, communications, gear, all these things, night vision equipment. You better have this stuff because they're going to, you know, the powers that be are going to use food scarcity as a weapon. And they're going to try to confiscate your firearms, maybe steal your gold. The dollar may suffer a collapse. I mean, there's all kinds of things that can happen. You better be prepared. That way you don't become a victim and have to turn yourself into a FEMA camp for a meal. <laughs>
0: well, that's what's coming. That's why they're creating the food shortages. Um, yeah, but I I, I got to tell you, you're right on the money about turning yourself into a FEMA camp. Uh, they practiced that in 2011. Aaron Dykes covered this; did a really good job. And it was at uh, Sports Authority Field, Denver, where the Broncos played at the time. And they the FEMA and DHS started plucking kids from the Denver elementary schools without telling anybody. They just oh yeah them. yeah. I mean, and just and the parents would show up for Johnny's dentist appointment at one o'clock. where's my kid well the feds took him over to sports authority field what what and they had hired these crisis actors aaron was covering this they hired the crisis actors they didn't even need them the parents were trying to tear down the gates to get in to get their kids um but that this is what they'll do you're absolutely right they'll use food they'll use children um we used to do these bus evacuation drills right son was in school and I told him, I said, you can play with the drill, but when you know it's real, this is the route you take and you call me. Yeah. You don't get right. on the bus. Right. Because this the is average. what they're going to do. Um, you, you know, the, we, we need a part two on this because we're just scratching surface here. I know. Um, but, you know, it's funny. You just advise people the same way I advised a nurse today. I had a medical appointment today, and, and she knows about my show, and we talk a lot when I go in, and she said, what do you think I can do? And I just went through the same list you did. It's <laughs> It was kind of <laughs> ironic to hear this. Yeah, I mean, you need food, water, guns, gold, ammo, medicine, tools, and communication. Mm-hmm. And you have to have allies. You have to build allies. Uh, you need to get out of the city. I mean, th- these are all things we know to be true. And, uh, Mike, we're in big trouble. I, I want to make sure I give out every way people can follow you, because people need to follow you. Right on excuse me outstanding uh news target i'm on news target natural news two or three times a day it's you not only do a great job there you got good writers you got people like ethan huff i really like i like these people a lot well and, great um, yeah. they do a great job um so those those are the two websites Brighton um, anything else, Mike, uh, we need well, to talk about? Well,
1: yeah, naturalnews.com. Uh, yeah, yes, uh, I thought I said that. But, yeah, okay, natural Okay, yeah, you did. I'm sorry. And uh, just for, uh, people need to understand you can't share any links from any of those websites on Facebook. The entire site has been blacklisted from all sharing, even in private messaging. That's the level of censorship that they've afflicted against us now. So the only way to share our content or even share videos that you like on Brighton is to use the alternative platforms that I mentioned earlier. That's what it's coming down to.
0: You know what should have happened um, in, in doing that to you? They do a lot of that to me, too. And what should have happened, Mike, was we should all band together and class action sue under Section 230. We don't need even an attorney general to do it. That that's uh, That's an actionable offense where they're well, violating the, the platform rules. The problem is
1: every lawsuit's been thrown out. It's just been dismissed under Section 230, which is absurd because the tech giants are violating 230 because they're editorializing in their selective censorship. But um, there are some some new lawsuits coming up that take a different angle, perhaps an antitrust angle, uh, unfair practices, you know, deceptive uh, trade practices, and so on, that might break this thing. But the big thing is going to come from, frankly, lawmakers. We're going to have to have a revision in the law, and maybe as Trump. Uh, commanded in his executive order, have the FTC reinterpret what Section 230 means. Uh, that could be the
0: opening. Yeah, and if you have deep staters there, we know how that's going to be.
1: Exactly. There's the problem. It'll be it's all run co- by the deep
0: state. Yeah, it'll be yeah. a COVID-19 conspiracy team. Yeah, it's absolutely true. Well, Mike, um, you need to stay safe because I will tell you this. Someone told me this the other day, and I won't say who on the air. But uh, they said, Dave Hodges, you're a target and I'm going to tell you Mike you're a target all of us right now doing what we're doing are targets for the deep state well we know that we know
1: that and that's why we've worked so hard to become hard to find and hard to kill
0: so that's true we're <laughs> both we're both pretty remote that's that's exactly <laughs> right well we've been speaking with Mike Adams from natural news news target these are all dot coms and of course brighton um, great video service and Mike I appreciate so much you coming on and sharing your expertise and we're going to have to do this again sooner rather than later. Thank you Dave Thanks, and be Mike. safe in the meantime. Okay take care my friend. Bye.